Hello, from the past. <laughs> this is a flashback. So um, spooky. So mad spooky because the past is terrifying, but we're not actually in a flashback. We are in the present, but as we always say, what even is time? Anyways, yeah, that was all just to prepare you for the trip through the tight slit that is the time stream <laughs> <laughs> in this episode of Gem Girls, your favorite 80s cartoon hate watch podcast with a special focus on the best worst among them all, Gem and the Holograms. And you know, now when you think about it and you spell the podcast's nonsense concept, nonsept, nonsense, right? Uh, <laughs> It basically is one big flashback. Uh, just don't touch my flashback rolls. I'm Orifus <laughs> Jones. Flashback rolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm Hakuna. Lick my neck, my flashback, my pussy, and my crack, my titties. And this week we are deep diving into some heavy gem lore in season two, episode twenty-five of Gem and the Holograms: Out of the Past. Now, all you Gen Zers who definitely do not listen to this podcast. <laughs> definitely don't. With uh, your pronouns and your social media all fixated <laughs> on the here and now. You fucking Gen Zers. <laughs> <laughs> Gen so, Zers in Canada. Right. So preoccupied with the present. Yeah, and their social um, movements and equality and shit. It's fucked up. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> Um, you may not be familiar with the narrative device that it's called the flashback. Didn't know that about Jen Zetters. I anyway. didn't either, but I wrote it anyways. <laughs> not to be confused with a black flash, a flashback, or a splashback. A flashback is a scene in a movie, or in this case, shitty 80s children's shows, that set sometimes in the past of the present narrative. <laughs> yeah, if that wasn't super apparent, because the name literally spells it out for you. But you also, know, they definitely know what a flashback. Yo, is. whatever, whatever. The kids these days with the the TikTok and the <laughs> and the viral videos, you don't know what's happening. Uh, anyways, but it is very important to be precise about these things, and this episode is a true flashback analia. Jumping, I was very proud about that. Uh, That's a good that was, one. That was a good one. Uh, jumping back and forth through time every which way of the week. Uh, the episode itself was written by Michael Charles Hill. Cool name. Uh, yeah. A new, yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Pretty uh, decent. Yeah, MCH. Uh, he's a newcomer, at least in terms of scripting in the Gemisphere, yes. who worked on a lot of other shows like, you guessed it, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the usual Mattel crap that other people who worked on Gem usually worked on. Uh, curiously, however, this is MCH's last credit on IMD Dumb Bitch, um, which his last credit is actually a 1995 animated movie called Space Usagi, which was supposed to be a TV series that never really panned out. Uh, my question, though, is, like, where are you at, Michael Charles Hill? Where yeah. you at? Where you at? Where you at? Uh, he may be dead, though, so apologies... <laughs> To any friends and family of MCH listening, unlikely, because again, no one listens to the show. Uh, no. And if we say anything offensive about him and his which work, we will. which we certainly will, uh, <laughs> just flash back to before we said it and it's all good. Yeah, what if he comes flashback to life? Oh. flashback from the dead. Oh, flashback to the future. Yes. <laughs> um, flag. 
uh, never mind, that doesn't work. Flashback to the back of the line. <laughs> what about nickel flashback? Oh my god. <laughs> too dark, too dark, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, we love putting the responsibility on the transgressed. Uh, literally my fave. Anyway, this episode penned by MCH or McH or <laughs> McHill. McHill is described by our forever frenemies at rockgem.com. Wow, our relationship has really devolved. Oh, yeah. As the one where Jerrica finds her father's diary through which she and the holograms are able to learn more about their past and how Synergy came to be. They also find out about the master tapes of Jackie Benton's unreleased music, which they learn Eric now owns. Eric offers a trade for a million dollars or for Starlight Music, because he is evil. Right, That's my, right. you know, little... Yeah, it was your very unenthused read of that synopsis, hey, so thank you for that. I enjoyed well, it. I enjoyed your lack of giving a shit. It was refreshing. <laughs> I was... Try to... I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, basically, it's the dark demonic origins of Mr. Benton's techno-Frankenstein monster synergy and the cycle of abuse that borthed the gem-real relationship the world never needed. Yes. Uh, anyways, let's uh, flash back that ass up and dive into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that one's my favorite one, actually. I, I that's, lied. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um... So we opened to Kimber and Jerrica cleaning a dusty ass attic. Right. Um, and they promised Je- Mrs. Bailey that they do it. And I was like, is Mrs. Pe- Bailey Peggy Hill lady? I guess so. But isn't she also the maid? And why is your why is the help telling you what to do in your own fucking house? Yeah, very true. Very true. That's not in the like 1% the one percenter's guide to subjugating the lower classes. Yeah, who the fuck manual. does Miss Bailey think she is? <laughs> I've read the manual. I've read the manual, by the way. I've read the manual. <laughs> that is not in there. It's not in. Anyway, uh, Jerrica finds a chest full of their mom's things with sheet music and all that shit. Um, they also find their dad's diary. And at this point, the holograms are all there. Right, right. Uh, and diary, I'm going to say grimoire, whatever, synonyms. <laughs> uh, and then this is when we get the first of many flashbacks as they read through the diary to um, try to ascertain details in their father's psychological state because, of course, he was very distant and abusive towards them. We don't really know. Yeah, that. very negligent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, we'll there's he ma- Yeah, he made some choices as a parent, which I wasn't exactly uh, approved of. I didn't approve of. Anyways... We get the first flashback, and, like, ugh, there's a lot of Rio in this episode for no reason. There is. And this is a, this is a Rio-centric flashback. He just moved next door, which I found interesting, because it makes me think that Rio is also rich then. Yes. Because if Rio's family moved in next door, they must be a family of means. I always thought Rio was, like, the working-class type who did all of the, you know, manual labor shit for the band. Um, well, I never thought he was a working class type. I just thought he was, like, a man's man who, like, did things with his hands. Like, you know, jobs. Right. That And that rhymes. <laughs> so hands. Yeah. Hand jobs, if you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rio, I guess, is rich. I guess he moved in. And I guess, like, 
I don't know, this family has a deep connection with him. Yeah, I don't know. Mr. Ben, like, lays it on thick, really trying to describe how, like, Rio is important or smart. He mentions multiple times he has a really keen mind for doing bullshit and da 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 It's like, Mr. Benton, your hard-on for Rio is, like, really showing. Right. And also, I just want to point out that, like, reading someone's diary, like, a dead person's diary seems like there's a, that's a good way to bring back, like, demons or, like, an evil spirit. A hundred percent. If there wasn't already, you know, a... Uh, 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 the personification of a trapped soul in hell that is synergy. I feel like they would have summoned some darker spirits or the like. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, he he has glowing things to say about Rio, although we all know that Rio sucks. Um, a true piece he just, of shit. He describes him as a keen and natural technician and how young Jerrica was, like, already admiring him from the window. Yeah, which I didn't um, like the sexualization of his own daughter. She's 10. Right? Like, why are you, like, fetishizing your daughter's crush on this, like, older boy? I mean, I have no idea how old he is. He's an older um, boy, though. We do know he's an older boy. An older boy. An yeah. old lad. Yeah, an old orphan lad. Uh <laughs> We also do get the first visual of Mrs. Benton, a.k.a. Jackie Benton, who is, like, you know, a true hot blonde mom. Yeah, she's kind of a hot bitch. Like, oh, this yeah. is the 70s, and there are a lot of halter tops happening. Very true. Which I like, showing off, like, her neck, her back. Um, not her pussy and her crack, but, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is but a kid's show, people. Exactly. You, you could imagine. You know where those are. <laughs> Unlike Jerrica, who I don't think has any genitalia. Oh, of course not. She is a Barbie doll. Yes. Um, and so Mr. Benton continues writing about Aja, who they adopt as a foster girl, or taken as a foster girl at 11 years old. Aja Leaf um, is her last name. I think this is the first time we get her last name. Yeah, which is okay. Uh, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird <laughs> last name for a name Japanese is... girl who also comes rolling through in a Sailor Scout outfit, which I really liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she has short hair. She's described oh, as a tomboy right, right. compared to uh, uh, Jerrica. So I guess, like, I mean, she's gay. Like, let's just call it. Oh, exactly. I was just hella queer-coded, like Alamax. Yes. Um, And, yeah, Kimber is, like, not happy that Aja, Aja has come to live with them. And Jackie, who is, like, a really involved, caring, compassionate woman, um, tells her about how she she herself was a foster girl. And she wants to help other children feel loved. Right, because it sounded like she was kind of in and out of the system. She never really had a permanent home. That's why she latched on to Mr. B, probably at the age of 17, mm -hmm. uh, so she could, you know, pay for things and such. Uh, they don't have a real... There's no real love there. I'm saying it. Uh, yeah. She's like 22 and he's like 47. Exactly. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Anyways, uh... I don't know if this is, like, a part of another flashback, but there's a lot of flashbacking going on, all right, people? Yeah. Yeah, it's flashback to back, okay? <laughs> uh, anyways, we get to another flashback where Jackie, Mrs. Benton, Jack Hay, uh Jack wants... Hay. Yeah, exactly. Jack Hay B. She wants to start her music career back up. Um, so flashback up. Yeah, flashback up. There you go. 
Uh, and then Mr. Bend and her just decide to launch their own record label. And this was also confusing to me because I was like, I thought Mr. Bend's money came from his record label, but it seems like he was already quite independently wealthy before this because he's literally able to just launch a record label. Yeah, who the fuck knows what this guy does? Like, it, it wasn't clear what his job was prior to uh starlight music yeah or even during because he at one point just kind of fucks off and goes to his dark dungeon to build shit yeah um anyway so we cut to another flashback so many i'm getting whiplash i know i mean yeah whiplash back (laughs) (laughs) and we cut to shada who is Another orphan girl. Shayna Elmsford, I think is her name. Also, what what the fuck is that? (laughs) I know, they should have just called her Shayna Michaels, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their attempts at, like, their attempts at actual last names are even more befuddling than Than the the last, their first names, and the first names, last names. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Gemma Holograms, no matter who is writing, last name game is quite weak. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean that's the name of the last name game exactly <laughs> don't blame the last name game blame the system yeah d- yeah don't hate the player hate the no. last name game no <laughs> don't hate the last name hate the last name game yeah yeah whatever anyway uh, whatever <laughs> uh so yeah uh Shayna comes in she's uh she's a little orphan lass right um Jer Bear is still trying to get Rio's attention for God knows what reason right um but as Mr Benton points out she's not the tomboy Aja is who can like you know build do stuff with her hands and yeah, build yeah. shit and, eat and pussy like, and stuff <laughs> exactly <laughs> um but yeah, like in the midst of all this, like Jera's uh, infatuation with Rio, like Emmett wishes that she would pay more attention to Shayna to make her feel more welcome. And her mom kind of is like, yeah, you should pay attention to Shayna. Yeah, she's like, bitch, stop thirsting and help out this girl who's like hella sad. You know, her parents just died. Yeah. I mean, and Jerrica's such a little brat. Like, she she's really honestly more annoying than, uh, not Aja, Ashley. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. She's, like, very centered around what she wants, which tends to be about Rio all the time, which is just inherently fucking annoying. And, uh, yeah, not exactly a good sister. Well, okay, if Rio is so important to her, then why does she not tell him anything? Like, if Rio, if they, this family has known Rio since he was 10 years old, why is he not in the inner circle of trust? That is very true. Because she's known Rio as long as, like, Shayna and Aja and stuff like that. So it does seem strange that, yeah, that she just keeps him out of the loop. But then we'll, we see the origins of their cycle of uh, dysfunction later on. So I guess Jerrica just gets off on it. Yeah. Yeah, I think she does. She has remained a very self-centered person who likes to masquerade as someone who cares about other people. A.K.A. a bitch. Anyways. Uh, bitch. bitch. A um, snake. Yeah, 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 yeah. A snake in the, well, in the grass, but I wanted to have a funnier word. But I, anyways. <laughs> uh, then we get, I think we get a, a quick flashback <laughs> of Jackie B at the club. She's playing some tunes. 
we get another line about how Rio is a natural talent for some bullshit. And again, I was like, does anyone care? Uh, and then they there's like a there's a reference to Jackie B's master tapes of her ma- her mother's unreleased album, basically. Uh, so in the present, we're back in the present now. This timeline be switching every which way. Uh, and they decide, oh, let's do a, a tribute album to our mother. And then, of course, they turn it into a media moment. They're like, oh, let's like tell Lindsay Pierce and make this. Let's pro- you know profit off it on like to boost our own personal brand by her dead mother. Yeah. Um, well, she also says that she knows Lindsay would like to do an exclusive preview of it before even talking to her about this concept. It's like, bitch, like, no, this is not a great idea. No one gives a fuck. How can yeah. you be so confident about that? True, but she got Lindsay wrapped around her finger. She's like, I can I say literally anything to Lindsay Pierce and then <laughs> gonna, you know, pierce the front page of the newspapers the next day. <laughs> not my best. Yeah, not my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Lindsay definitely has some sort of, like, cuck relationship here. I don't know. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, anyways, this is where we get the first song. Uh, first Love. First Love by Jackie Ben, performed by the Holograms. All at once you feel like doing As you could probably guess from the name, it's all about first love. And of course, as is this theme, Rio. Rio's very present in it. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a montage of Je- child Jerrica pining over Rio and like their first date. Yeah. At a yeah. movie. At a, at a drive in where like she definitely got knocked up and then they had to abort the baby. Abort <laughs> Yeah, thank thank God, because you can you imagine a baby from them? Oh, dude, Hellspawn, Hellspawn. I'm really glad that through all of this, they never made Jerrica get pregnant with Rio's child. <laughs> they might have. That might have been in a separate diary. Oh, my God. Um, so the song finishes, and Lindsay calls it a solid tune, which is not, <laughs> like, a great reaction yeah it's a god that's opinion. a solid tune Perfect. yeah it had yeah. a beginning a middle and an end i think thank god the end is has arrived yeah exactly no flashbacks back to the beginning of that song please <laughs> uh and then i was also a little bit confused because how did they do that song without the master tapes i don't know yeah well i think okay so they had sheet music oh okay, okay. in um yeah because they wanted to release the album of Jackie singing her own songs. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. True, 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 true. Anyways, uh, amid this happening, cut to Eric going through all of his old Starlight stuff because he's going to try and find the master tapes. Uh, the Misfits are there kind of helping him, and Roxy comes in with uh, you know, a real good line of, who cares about an old bunch of songs by some hippie? Thank you. Yeah, th- we were all thinking it, you know? <laughs> And, uh, but they found the tapes and, um, Eric 
you know, who has, like, no shred of humanity whatsoever. It's like, I'm going to use them to essentially blackmail Jerrica to get my final revenge on Jerrica, which is like, who final? Yeah, I know. This time it's personal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that sounds super ominous. Super ominous, ominous, uh, super hippopotamus. And <laughs> meanwhile, the holograms are searching through their boxes and stuff. And then I was confused that they're like, oh, we're not finding anything. Let's check the diary again. I was like, why didn't you check the diary again first? I know. Um, yeah, they check the diary again. Um, but instead they found a passage about Kimber um, and how they take in a girl younger than her. Yeah, so this is Leela, the lost orphan, who we will never hear from ever yeah. again. <laughs> Leela definitely got ensnared by the, like, you know, the orphan-making machine that is Starlight Music or Starlight... Yeah, uh, it got swallowed up to feed, like, Synergy or something. A 100%, because we never see Leela again. Yeah, she's a trapped soul in some dimension. For sure, for sure. And then we see Mrs. Benton overseeing a quote-unquote sacred female pact... Uh, with uh, some witch shit. Yeah, some real witch shit. Uh, definitely, you know, all marrying the devil. But you know, what, <laughs> what they say is that they're going to be, you know, Aja, Kim, Aja, Shayna, and Jerrica, which Kimber being left out about this is a little bit twisted, that they're mm-hmm. going to be uh, true friends, uh, again, meaning with the devil forever. Yeah, I mean... Okay, Kimber and Leela have been left out of this. So maybe there's something weird going on between them. What do you mean weird? Maybe, like, maybe at that point, like, Kimber swallowed Leela whole. Oh, okay. Because they say, oh, they're mad. Kimber was mad that they had another girl younger than her. So, like, Kimber could have destroyed her. Unhinged your jaw and ate her snake style. Uh, Yeah, because she's never mentioned again, literally, in this diary or anywhere in time or space. Right, because she no longer exists in time or space. (laughs) She is trapped between hell dimensions. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Perfect. All right, well, that's what happened to Leela. It's canon. Yeah. Um, So... We cut to Jackie, who has a show. She Her music career is, like, back on the up and up. Um, and she has a show. She has to go. Jerrica is saying like, no. whoa, <laughs> is me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. No, no. <laughs> Don't go. All the whoa, bro. Uh, <laughs> you stupid hoe. Yeah, there you go. Perfect, perfect. A beautiful <laughs> sentence. Uh and so Jerrica's basically like being a whiny ass bitch. She's like, why aren't you staying at home with me? Why do you have to leave anywhere? And then she literally says, if you love me, you won't go. And Jer Bear, Biatch. fucking relax. Yeah. Cut it with the histrionics lady. Yeah. This is also the backdrop is Mrs. Benton getting on a plane while there's like a thunderstorm going on outside <laughs> and creepy fog rolling in. And it's like, Jerrica, like, look around. Your mom's going to die real soon. Maybe don't pull this bullshit. <laughs> yeah it looked like the beginnings of a fucking tornado or a hurricane or some shit yeah yeah um, uh, she was still allowed to board the plane though yeah Maybe that the plane standards were different this is pre-9-11 so you know they were doing <laughs> god knows what they were doing at the airport um 
So unsurprisingly, the plane crashes. She dead. Oh yeah, that plane gets wrecked too. Yeah, um, Jerrica feels real bad about being a total bitch in her final moments. Also um, interesting. Why did um, Mr. Benton feel the need to write down Jerrica being a pure brat in his diary? I know. I love the attention to detail, but it's also like, wow, you were probably pretty pissed off at Jerrica. Yeah, like, painting them in the worst possible light. Like, this is what he thinks of his family, which is a whole other issue. Um, Mr. Benton, in this flashback, also does not really take it very well. Of course, you know, his wife died, I get it, but, like, you know, nut up for the kids, man. Yeah, he says his whole life has lost all meaning and purpose. Um, And a few months later, he has this idea to link music and holographic images because in his grief, he's just become absolutely obsessed with uh, everything but his family uh, that is still alive. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then he has this weird line of like, you know, he's talking about Rio again. It's like, you know, relax, Mr. Ben with the Rio. Fuck already. Exactly. Um, and he's basically like, at least Rio will be there for Jerrica if she needs him. And I was like, bitch, where are you going? Right? Um, yeah, he's going to his, like, sex dungeon. Yeah, yeah, like, masturbation chamber. Which also has made me think he's like, he was already planning his death and his ascendancy to the next, uh, plane of existence. Or maybe not descendancy, because he was definitely going to hell. Oh, he's going to hell. I mean, I think he might have given a core part of, like, his soul or his uh, vitality to animate Synergy. True, and maybe even he, you know, Rio is like a Mr. Benton Horcrux. And so if Rio's still alive, a piece of Mr. Benton's stole is still alive and able to exert influence on the physical world. Why else would he care so much about Rio? True. And, That's you know, so accurate. Rio's an engineering, Mr. Ben, obviously a technological crazy genius. Hmm. So maybe Mrs. Benton and Rio, no, no, maybe Rio and Jerrica are merely the reincarnated or possessed bodies in, that are inhabited by the specters of Mr. Ben and Mrs. Benton. But then what is Synergy? Oh, true. That Well, Synergy is the uh, manifestation of... Of their sex acts. (laughs) It's so dark and twisted, it literally takes physical form. Wow, that is a whole lot of truth you're just spitting right now. (laughs) It was a whole bomb of truth. I I know it's a lot to take in. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm overwhelmed. I'm not just whelmed like I normally am. Right, yeah, you're you're, uh, you're usually whelmed. Whelmy, Whelmy Hakuna is what we call you. (laughs) <laughs> Akuna generally whelmed Matitis. Generally whelmed. <laughs> General whelmed. I whelm. like my neck, my flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That you could keep that one. Okay, cool. Um so where were we before yeah. we started making shit up? Um so the search for the tape is continuing, and this is where Eric comes through with his extortion action. And he, uh, either, I think he calls Jericho, or they have a meeting, and he's like, I want a cool million to get paid off for these tapes. Or, I want controlling interest of Starlight Musical. Musical. Starlight Musical, the upcoming musical. <laughs> uh, and that would be fun. That, yeah, I'd, I'd watch that. Um, Jerrica is obviously, you know, pretty taken aback and pissed off, but then is also very depressed with the whole situation. 
Um, and I was like, Jerrica, I feel like you're getting very emotional about these tapes and considering an offer that I say is a little ridiculous, given the fact that you didn't know these existed like two days ago. Two minutes ago. Yeah. But like her reading her father's diary, she's now haunted by her past because she's like, wow, I was such a raging cunt <laughs> to my mother in her final moments, True. our last like interaction together. I now have to make it up to her. Right. And it's like, your, your mama dead. Yeah, like, she doesn't yeah. give a fuck if you like release these tapes or not. And, and like, like, your mom's not even dead. She's a hologram. Right. So shut up. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. Jer- Jerrica's doing it for her. She's not doing it for anybody else. Yeah, yeah, she's she thinks it can like you know comfort her in her guilt, um, but it won't do anything. You already fucked up. Exactly. Um, um, then we get some more diary action. This is where Mister Benton is truly going hermit crazy because he's worked. He's moved himself into an old drive-in theater for quote unquote <laughs> privacy, uh, and named his uh, new mechanical creation Synergy for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, and he's de- and there's he ha- there's definitely some dark magic in that workroom. Like let's just just call it a spade a spade. For sure, for sure. Like Emmett's already like way off of the deep end. Yeah, he's commuting with some spirits that are not you're are not entirely benevolent. Exactly, one might say malevolent. Yeah, for sure. Um, so. He hires someone to handle the affairs at Starlight Music because he's too busy with his obsession. He hires Eric Raymond, who, who he describes he... as young and aggressive. Exactly. Code for power bottom. Just saying. <laughs> um, which is, okay, it's funny, like, all this focus on his diaries on these men. Yeah, who are, like, um, interested in his daughter. He, yeah, young and something... Young and good with his hands, young and aggressive. It's like, yo, yo, what are you trying to say? Yeah, here? why are you putting? Why are you writing any of this down? <laughs> and uh, he describes Jerrica as being into him. Yeah, yeah. When she was seventeen, which is super fucking weird. Super fucking weird. And also, how young is Eric supposed to be? And like, as a father, I would be inherently creeped out, even if he was like twenty-two and my daughter was seventeen. Yeah. I mean, how young are we talking here? Like, is he 25? That's really... I mean, yeah. If he's an, an adult, like, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then we get, like, a like a, a mid, like, a, a flash forward, then a really quick flashback. I just really appreciate Rhea calling Jerrica out for being into Eric Raymond at first. Uh, yes. And then we get this, like, fucking scene where Rio is coming back from engineering school and Jerrica sets it up so Eric is there when he arrives and she, like, holds his hand or holds his arm. She's like, oh, Rio, this is Eric. He's helping my dad out and he's so big and strong. Uh, And this is where we get, you know, the real, the first instance of the sordid manipulation that is going on on both ends of the Jerrica-Rio relationship. Yes. Because Jerrica's laying it on thick, hella, like, ma- manipulative styles, and then Rio responds with a, well, you can go fuck yourself, and I don't give a shit, and, like, runs off. Yeah. And Jerrica's like, it's not what you think! It's like, but it's what you wanted him to think. Exactly! It's exactly what he thinks he it is. He didn't react the way that you wanted him to. Yeah. You miscalculated. Yeah, you miscalculated because he's a fucking sociopath. Uh... And then Mr. Ben says it took Rio two weeks to thaw out. 
and Jerrica needed to learn the lesson? What? It took a man two weeks to get over that bullshit, and like, we're, I mean, it is Jerrica's fault, but what? I don't know if Jerrica needs to learn that lesson. I mean, I think she was in the wrong. I, I agree, but I don't think Jerrica needed to learn the lesson that Rio's a crazy bitch. True. I mean, like, that should have been the end of it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he thawed out. They got back to their, like, weird, toxic relationship built on lies and manipulation. Right. Uh, and jealousy. True. The foundation uh, of any toxic relationship. <laughs> um, so we cut to July 1st. I remember the date oh, wow. because it's Canada Day. Um, synergy is almost done. Um, and he's talking about how he's programming her with Jackie's recordings and likeness. Yeah, her image and her voice to form a personality base, which, let's just call it, like, it's a fragment of her soul, dude. Like, you straight up sorcerer. <laughs> Don't fuck around with me. I mean, maybe she didn't even die on that plane. Maybe she never got on it. Yeah, very true, very true. And maybe, like, her her veins make up the wires that is synergy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Probably, I believe it. Yeah, probs. Um, on July 6th, I remember this date because it's the day after your birthday. hey Uh Synergy is complete. Um, Emmett talks about how she can make any kind of hologram, which we have seen. Um, and he says it's a dangerous tool if it falls into the wrong hands. Um, but he decides to give it to Jerrica, who maybe are the worst hands. Yeah, worst hands in the biz. <laughs> uh, we can game. We can game. I would not hire her for a hand job. In any hand-related job. Wouldn't yeah. hire her. Um, but here's where Emmett's like, I don't have long to live. Right. He's, and this is my secret. Right. Like, okay. We never really find out what he's dying of. or It sounds like he just decided, like, I don't have time. I'm going to die soon. It's like, oh, okay, Mr. B. Yeah, Mr. B. Um, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we uh, we go back to the present and Jerrica summons Synergy. And she's like, yo, Synergy, why didn't you tell us that you're basically our mom? Uh, and Synergy's like, I'm Synergy. And like... I'm not quite this, but also not that. And then I feel like she gives advice to Jerrica about Eric Raymond that I subtly took of Jerrica. If you want me to kill Eric Raymond, I'll do it. Just give me the say-so. What does she say? I don't remember this part. It was like she has to, like, you have to, like, make a choice or do something. Maybe we can just play the clip and we can let the listener, the non-existent listener, decide what Synergy was saying. True. Okay. Um, yeah, synergy here is like, I'm not your mom, but I'm your father's gift of love through the form and voice of your mom. <laughs> like, okay, sure, synergy. And the, es the pure essence of your mother. Yeah, whatever, whatever you're saying, synergy. Uh, and he also definitely put his dick in some, in one of my holes. Oh, 100%. Of course. Synergy got lots of holes. A few of them are a floppy <laughs> drive. And you know, Mr. Ben's dick is a little floppy. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, it doesn't really get that erect. Exactly. It's like a it's like a halfer. <laughs> and it's also square and flat. Right. Well, I mean, it's the eighties. Weren't most dicks like that? That was that was that was the trend. <laughs> um 
Anyway, uh, Jerrica feels empowered. She's like, I need to deal with Eric myself. Um, so she kind of barges into his office and immediately Eric is like kind of being a predator, being like, oh, how lovely you look tonight. Yeah. Uh, I do like Eric's eggplant house coat and scarf combo. It's suggestive. It's suave. I like it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so she pretty much demands the tapes and he's like, well, do you have the money? And he said, no. Are you going to give me starlight? She's like, no. Um, she's appealing to his humanity. Which ain't there. Which is, it's not there. He's aggressive. Yeah, Eric just. only about money. Yeah, he just throws those motherfucking tapes in the fire like a gangster. I liked it. Um, he's like, you've known me for this long and you don't know, like, you're not, you don't know that I, like, don't do shit. From my heart. Yeah, You exactly, don't know that exactly. I don't have a heart. Right, right. Like, what is wrong with you? Uh, Eric No Heart Raymond, as we know him and love him. Uh, so he throws these tapes in the fire and then Jerrica slaps a bitch. And then we cut back. She's all crying. And she's like, what are we going to do? And Kimber, you know, comes through with a backup plan. She's like, yo, we got fucking synergy. The masturbator tapes, she probably had it already ingested into her. <laughs> masturbator tapes. <laughs> That's what they are, though. That's what they are! And they're, like, deep in her memory banks, you know? They're real deep. Real deep in the guts. Um, so, Aja being the boyish technician type. Yeah, this always like, like, oh, I guess Aja's an engineer now, too? Like, okay, sure. She's like, yeah, I can do a thing, and maybe something will go wrong, and then I'll do a thing, and, <laughs> and it'll, maybe yeah. it'll go right. Yeah, exactly. We, she, just, we see her playing with some knobs and shit. Yeah, she rolls up under the machine, uh, does some shit, uh, and she uncodes all of the music. Right, that's that's what was happening, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or she found it, I don't fucking know. She probably just Google searched it in Synergy. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. None of them, I mean, it's it's the mid-80s. I guess they don't really know how to use computers for the most part. Yeah, like, you would yeah. have to be kind of a nerd to know how to use one. That's true. Um, or a lesbian. Anyways, then, um, so they find the tapes and they get the whole, the whole thing done and we get this song Starlight by Jackie Benton. Like this, the lyrics in this song, it's like, yo, bitch, does she knew she was gonna die with a song like this? It's basically about like, I'll love you forever and don't worry when I'm gone and starlight is the message. And it's like, what what did you want to do with this song if it wasn't a final farewell to your daughters? Yeah, which like further proves to me that she never got on that plane. Like she had some sort of pact with the devil and or Emmett. To die. hundred percent. For the sake 100%. of this yeah. machine. Of course, of course. Uh, which will eventually, you know, birth forth the Antichrist. Right. Who's that? Is that Synergy? I feel like Synergy will be the like the vessel to birth the Antichrist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, something's a brewing. Something's exactly, a brewing. exactly. She's got a, you know, uh, a demonic bun in that oven. 
She just needs some more orphan souls. Exactly, exactly. What? Yeah, there. The mass that she's already amassed is gestating, and soon, you know, maybe give it some more time, depending on where we are in the timeline. And you know, mm-hmm. that Antichrist come popping out, popping off, popping out, and popping off. <laughs> Will it be in the form, like, would it be a physical form, or will it be, like, I don't know, something more divine? I feel like it'll I be mean, half, like, maybe one-third hologram, one-third machine, one-third demon flesh. Okay, well, I think, okay, what if it's a beam of light that connects from synergy up to the Lord's eyeball? Oh. Like, the Lord of eyeball, like, like right, it's a beam of light right in the middle of his eye. And then, I don't know, something happens. <laughs> something happens. I always just took the Lord of Eyeballs as a force of good in the Gemisphere. Uh, but oh. maybe he's playing both sides of the field. Maybe the Lord is like, maybe more just an agent of chaos and just is like, yo, fuck good, bad, I'm beyond your uh, polarities. Right, yeah. I already, always saw him as like working for his own benefit, not necessarily for good or evil. Right, right, right. Eyeballs always looking out for number one. <laughs> Which we all know about eyeballs. For sure. They're not working for anyone else. Yeah, you think they're looking for Except you, bitch? They're looking eyeball. for themselves. Yeah. Exactly. They're collecting important data. Exactly. And you're just you're just a host. Yeah, yeah. You're merely a walking eyeball vessel, you sack of flesh. <laughs> For sure. Which, honestly, if if you're blind or have no eyeballs, maybe you're, like, more control of your life. Yeah, your yeah. Maybe, yeah, the only people who are truly living are the blind. True. I mean, I, I mean, mean, they're enslaved. Yeah, no, that, that checks out. I was going to say, they're probably enslaved to something else, some other force, but... But also, let's also not forget the often unseen third eye. So like, right? They could still potentially be controlled via if they, if they if they got third eye blind, then they're probably good. <laughs> By which I mean the band, obviously. <laughs> third eye blind, the band. They're like the most independent, free spirits of them all. Of course, of course, you can't control third eye blind. <laughs> <laughs> you truly can't. <laughs> Anyway, um, this song is kind of whatever. Yeah, it's a ballad. Exactly. There's mild twirling in space. It could have been wrapped up, re- ramped up by like 200. Yeah, exactly. And there's some more kind of touchy-feely flashbacks. Uh, I was confused why Rayo was kind of really part of this. Because like you didn't even know this woman, but whatever. Yeah, she was very much in the background. In the flash background. Exactly. Thank you for that. Uh, not to be concer- confor- <laughs> cons- not to be confused with the flash foreground. Uh, <laughs> anyways, after the song, they're releasing the record. There's a lot of buzz for like, well, I guess what some dead lady has to say. Uh, so that's kind of cute. Um, and then <laughs> Rio and Jerrica have a weird makeup moment or make out moment, and it's really gross. Um. Yeah, so this moment is actually really weird because Rio, I think at this point, Rio's asking, like, how did you get the master tapes? And Jerrica's, like, being really coy about it, saying, oh, you could you could say that an old and dear family friend had our back. Yeah, so she lies like, to his bitch, face. Yeah, it's like, really, Rio doesn't know about synergy? That's so weird. 
Especially since Mr. Benton was so close to him. You would think that, like, he would want Rio to know or, like, involve him in the process Which, of you know, you know um, fake flashback, maybe Rio does know about Synergy uh, and he's in on the Mr. B, Mrs. B devil pact and he's really just playing along with Jerrica. Maybe, maybe Rio's the Antichrist and he's going to, like, fuck with Synergy to form the beam of light that shoots into the Lord of Eyeball's eye. Yeah, I think that's probably That's it. probably it. Okay, cool. I think, okay, he'll fuck, he'll put his floppy disk, because he doesn't have a penis. Of course not, of course not. Disc. He puts his floppy disk inside Synergy and impregnates her and they create the Antichrist that is teleported into, like, through that beam of light into the Lord's eye. Um... And I don't know, maybe the Lord feasts on it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe like it's like an sacrifice. energy source for the Lord to like, you know, his side eye gets even sidier. <laughs> and no one is safe at that his point. side eye turns into a death glare. Exactly, exactly. Side eye death glare. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Totally not, that's not a bad um, name for a band. Side eye death glare? <laughs> Sure. I don't know anymore. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, basically the end of the episode. Yeah, not before she apologizes to Rio for her stunt with Eric. Oh, uh, right, and right. He's like, oh, ha, ha, I forgot about it. I was like, no, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. You did not forget, Rio. That's a fucking lie. You do not forgive me. You do not forget. Yeah, you have voodoo dolls under your bed or some shit. I don't know. Whatever voodoo. I don't. Okay, you don't put voodoo dolls under your own bed. No, yeah, you don't. You don't. But, like, what are those pin dolls? Those like, are voodoo dolls, where you put pins in them. Okay, and you don't put them under your bed. I don't think so, but I'm not I'm not an expert on voodoo. Okay. I thought you were. I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a little bit more well-versed than the average sorcerer on voodoo, but it's not my area of expertise. Mm, okay. Voodoo, you better do. I voodoo, don't know. you better do not. Uh, there's also <laughs> hoodoo, which is also interesting as well. Yes, I, I know nothing about that. Okay. Anyways, uh, other things we know nothing about, everything. And that brings us to the end of the episode, which means we have to name the baddest and weakest bitches uh, of the narrative. Okay, I think the weakest bitch is pretty obvious here. It's Jerrica. Oh, Jerrica for sure. When she told her mother who's about to die to go fuck off and I ever want to see you again, that was pretty weak. Yeah, and plus, I mean, I liked when she slapped Eric. That was good. Um... But, like, playing to his humanity was such a dumb idea. Like, but you didn't have a better plan. Yeah. Like, you could have, like, wrestled those master tapes out of his fucking hand or something. Exactly, exactly. Weak energy everywhere. Mm-hmm. And for the uh, the baddest bitch, uh, I mean... Aja? Yeah, you know what? Our queer-coded Aja, she came through. She's able to put shit together with her hands. Yeah. I mean, like, the other alternative is Jackie, who, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Jackie being it. If only for the fact that her soul persists in the vessel that is Synergy, that's pretty badass. Yes, that's pretty cool. Um, But yeah, she didn't really do anything all that remarkable except for die. Right. And then become Synergy. Yeah, exactly. Um, And wear halter tops. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I didn't like her music. I'm sorry. Me neither. I was whatever about the music. Jackie B. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, I'm good with I'm good with our girl. <laughs> Aja. 
honestly, I think a runner-up for Weakest Bitch could have been Leela or Lolo. Oh, Leela the Devoured Orphan? For sure. <laughs> she didn't even last one day. Exactly. Kimber really just scooped her up into those jaws and crunched her down. Yeah, uh, it's what she deserves. Yeah. Leela, um, we hardly knew ye, but I didn't really want to. I didn't want to know you, so you're good as gone, boo-boo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with all of that said and done, as you know, we are on social media. If you want more gem girls action, which obviously you do. Obvi. Obvi. So check us out on Instagram and Twitter at gem girls podcast. And you can go on our website as well. Gemgirls.com. And as we always ask, please do rate us and review us on Apple podcasts yes. or wherever you find your podcast. And as we always say, by rating and review, we mean five stars and a positive review. That's just company policy, podcast policy. Uh, we take no less. And you don't want to give any less. You don't want to give any less because we give you the product that you didn't know that you needed or wanted. Exactly. You and you don't, need, you don't need it and you don't <laughs> want it, but you're still here. We appreciate that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, now that that's all out of the way... Take care of yourselves and good night. Okay. <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. How about that? Okay. Uh, and with all of that said and done and out of the mm -hmm. way and finished, mm -hmm. finito. Mm -hmm. Finito. Finito, you Dunzo. know. Uh, until next time, stay, stay outrageous. Outrageous.